Hello everyone, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 2, Episode 12. This is Collins. And this is Frank. Hello, Frank. Long time no speak. Uh, hmm. Our time should be uh, a week. For this, this a little bit longer, but... Yes, this episode will release in the normal time frame, but I just t- I, we just had a podcasting recording session last week. So um, this is anticipating for uh, Collins will not be uh, physically available for for recording for the next couple of weeks. So in order for our podcast to not have a dead delay. period delayed, just do one uh, a week ahead of time. So. So yeah, we'll, not? some things we talk here will be a little bit time delayed. Um, we try to pick topic that is not time sensitive, but the 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 one I'm going to talk about one thing that I purchased maybe. So we'll see. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure the thing that you're going to talk about is you know no one's going to be able to get it now. And they still can surprisingly, uh, really, really surprisingly, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. All right. So what's our first? Topic? So what did you? So what did you just buy? <laughs> um, I was like last episode we we're talking about Pikachu limited edition pens, and yes. uh, it just happened the day before, or then this day morning, I looked up the Lamy Pikachu limited pen again to see if anything's available. Uh huh. Some is available on eBay at the even higher price, so I can look for that after that. But it turns out that Pilot and Pokemon Center has a collaboration on their new fountain pen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is the one out of three. I honestly, I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. I should expect it because this is a the Pokemon Center is a Japanese company after all. Right? Yes, and they they will have many, many stationary stuff. Yeah, but I didn't expect there's so many. Like there's notebooks, uh, organizer, invitation cards, lots of stuff. Earring binders, all all this stuff that is in Pokemon uh, mm-hmm. fashion. And well, the main point is they have three fountain pens in sterling silver collection and they this have Pikachu Pikachu Charizard correct and Rayquaza yes interesting choices I understand Pikachu and Charizard I'm not entirely sure Rayquaza is on there yeah because Rayquaza is like the 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 super unlimited pokemon from like just one edition right it's one not like... generation like he's not yeah yeah and uh i'm not sure too many people has too many connections to requisar to be honest with you right um i know the taiwanese chinese fandom poke fun the requisar quite a bit sometimes but <laughs> I'm not entirely sure between the these three requests. Are. I, okay, I, I I wouldn't say I don't think anyone's gonna buy it. I say that there is probably better choices than requests are. 
I, okay, so this this discussion is going to quickly dive into which Pokemon should they have picked. And I just want to preface this by Frank and I are pretty big Pokemon fans, and this is what the Fountain Pen podcast is going to be about for like the next five or ten minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, if you have Pikachu on there, you might as well get Eevee on there. I'll, I'll be on that Right. Side. Eevee would have been a logical choice, or you should have... Uh, 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 Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander. Easy, the four starters, right? Like, that's really easy. Very first generation. Yeah, I mean, if you're Charizards and Pikachu, you might as well just fill out the rest of the first generation. But Microsoft is a you, random one, man. I Even I, if you didn't want that, you use Mew or Mewtwo, right? If you want a kind of like a super special edition one. Right. And... I guess it's a dragon. Maybe that's what they're going for. They needed a green and red dragon. Yes, I don't they, know. they needed Japanese. They needed Japanese quote unquote dragon to to fit in the typical. Um, oh, but then you know Japanese what they should have done? They should have done. But they should have used Charizard as a dragon already. If they wanted to go that route, they should have used Rayquaza and Ho Oh for the dragon and the phoenix. Yes, but they did. <laughs> they they did Charizard and Rayquaza. Pikachu, of course, is the absolutely safe, is the, the default choice, I would say. The right, choice. right. That makes sense. Right. But, yeah, <laughs> I really don't know why the heck they choose it. Um, but anyways. But other than that, the pen is, the, the pen is made in this, uh, the typical uh, Japanese, like the, uh, the Sterling Silver method that the uh, pilot used for the rest of their starting silver line mm -hmm. and uh, it looks I, really good it, it looks really good to be honest with you i think if you're looking at purely from the art standpoint i think charizard and requisar is probably requisar is probably the better choice than pikachu because they have more definitive lines mm-hmm well, I mean, but Pikachu that's not Pikachu. to say that the Pikachu is drawn really well. Like her, the, the facial really well. animation yeah. is 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 really nice. Like everyone is in a really dynamic pose. And I really love it. But like, like in terms of the amount of work that is required, Pikachu definitely requires less. Sure. Yeah. But and the uh, the nib looks like the um the the pilot uh, the uh, E ninety five nib. The Elite 95, yeah. yeah. Um, this one... It's a, a semi-flex nib, right? It's not semi-flex. It's soft. But soft. I'm not sure how soft this one is because this is silver rhodian. The, you mean the nib is? The nib. Yeah, it's not, oh, it's okay. not, it's not gold because the um, soft nib was gold. This one is uh, silver rhodian. So I'm not sure how soft this nib will be. Maybe it will be... As stiff as a nail, I'll let you guys know after I got it. Okay. But, oh, yeah, I forgot to say, yes, I got the Pikachu edition. Of course I got the <laughs> Pikachu edition. <laughs> Out of the 100 pens, I'm surprised they still have it because apparently there was one batch one and batch one sold out. But so somehow they have, they released a batch two down the line. Maybe they're doing the same way as the Lamy edition ones, like. I'm, I'm going to be really honest, intervals? Frank. Yes. I kind of want to get the Charizard one. Ah, you traitor. <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to get the Charizard one. Like, I'm like, it's available. And, you know, I, like, okay. So when you told me that you got this pen, 
I will be totally honest with you. I knew that we we're going to talk about it, so I didn't bother to look at it. Okay, okay. I just saw the, the 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 Pikachu on the barrel, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, that looks nice." But then when I saw the nib and like the detailing on the barrel, I'm like, "Ooh, oh, okay, uh, it's available still." Oh, hmm. yes, maybe they, <laughs> they are very very well made pens, like. Like pilot it's brother, pilot. the pilot brother A game to this one, I would say, like the 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 Pokeball, I mean the, yeah, pilot brother A game to this. That's that's all I can say. Um, mm-hmm. It is also on the the pricing is actually also really fair. Right, you're getting a do. sterling silver pen. Yeah, the typical. Japanese uh, pilot sterling silver pen with the, their design costs about four hundred fifty up to five hundred dollar. Right, so you're paying a little premium for the branding. You're paying the one hundred dollar premium for the special collab and the branding. Which, in all honesty, I mean, of course, like if if you're for some people, a hundred dollars is a lot. But like in retrospective, compared to all the rest of the collabs we've seen so far, between like. It's different IPs in different field. A hundred dollar add-on for a collab for IP collab is not that expensive. Like I think um, the uh, Fate collab with Sealer Pen, mm-hmm. they bumped up the price to two hundred dollar increase, I believe. Oh God! Yes, and the, and the Sealer <laughs> Pen. Oh God! Yes, and the Sealer Pen is not even like special. It's, it's, I'm sorry to say this, but it's not special. It's it's just a different color with a different silk screen printed yeah, onto it. Yeah, we talked about we talked about these uh, very low grade uh, pens. Yes. And so like that collab is not that great, and they still increase the price by a lot. So what? Pokemon Center and the uh, and the pilot did there was uh, I'm honestly really surprised they only increased the price by ninety nine bucks. So I do have a At question most though because bucks. I most like, it looks like a fifty dollar increase in some cases. So it, it has to be said that these are sterling silver pens. Sterling mm-hmm. silver uh, will corrode, right? Mm, it really. Depends on your your hands chemical makeup. Mm-hmm. And depends on how often you use it. So if I don't use it <laughs> it's actually gonna corrode in well, I mean of course naturally it's gonna corrode, right? But if you handle oh, no, it, it periodically it t- to tarnish or corrode, right? Yeah, like so it's tarnish, gonna turn like a it's gonna tarnish regardless, right? It's gonna be a little bit more dull. Um and if you're not paying attention, it's gonna become black. Um Right. But if you but if you uh uh, uh untarnish or like you when you like um yeah, you can you polish uh, it. You can polish you, it. You can rub it. But that's gonna rub off the design work, isn't it? No, because the design work. That's the thing about silver. The, the design work itself is indented. Okay. And the coloring right here, that's actually natural tarnish. Hmm. So, like, the more use, the 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 design really doesn't change because 
the area around indentation, like it, unless you do some kind of like chemical cleaning, etching to to remove the tarnish, where it's indented, it is still going to be tarnished. So it's always going to be a different color. Okay, so it should retain its uh, it will retain its design over time. Yeah, the features shown here will retain. Well, well, they won't go away compared to like a color silk screen printed items. Okay. So after this podcast, I might get the Charizard pen. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, well, at least we'll have two of the, uh, we'll have two of the three, right? <laughs> just, just get another buddy, get the Rayquaza pen. That's, we just need yes. someone else. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Ready. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe. Uh, but this is one out of a hundred. And that's uh, I was about to tell I was about to go in depth and really surprised. This is still available. Yeah, you said this released earlier today, right? Um, no, it was released two weeks ago, and then it got re-released. I think today or the day before. Wow. Uh, and it's still one hundred, so I think it's a batch of one hundred pens types total. Um, mm-hmm. I think someone's already selling number one out of a hundred on eBay for quite a bit of extra oh, wow. cost, but that's not. Wow. A, yeah, that's that's. But at the same time, max a hundred pens, basically. So if you want to get it, I also get it, and that's an interesting part because I think the Pokemon crowd versus the uh, fountain pen crowd doesn't have that big of a overlapping. Collection, collection overlap. Well, I mean, I'm sure in Japan it's a pretty big overlap. Yeah, maybe that's why this was able to stay that long. But at the same time, six hundred dollars it is a pretty harsh pill to swallow. I mean, look, someone pointed out uh, a original print Charizard card that's like a thousand dollars. So what are your choices? And in comparison, a Charizard original Pokemon card is a piece of cardboard. Right. And it is a thousand dollars. So I found the pen for six hundred dollars. Like the value is. Uh, uh, they're 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 all interchangeable, really. Depends on it, just how much you want to value it. So yeah, that is the pen I ordered. Mm, yeah, I don't know I, when I, I it's totally gonna ship it. here. I I have no idea when it's gonna arrive. Hopefully, I get it like next Monday or Tuesday, and I can play around with it. The other. Oh, do you think it's gonna ship that fast? Ah, uh, I've heard Pokemon Center ships pretty fast. Okay. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, people say in uh, continental USA, um, typically five days total, and the shipping of Tonghai is like the next day, really. Oh, wow. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how fast it should. We'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, where, where was I? Uh, <laughs> anyway. Let's see. Well, yeah <laughs> it's it's a very cool looking pen I, and um yeah oh um okay next one Ooh, what is the next topic what do you want to talk about so i just went on to the goulet website and they have their own collaboration with sailor apparently oh right they have the uh Ah, uh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot what it was, but 
it is the Sailor Pro Gear Slim uh, Stealth Green. Uh, I think that ring a bell. I remember looking at it a while back. I wasn't. Okay, let me look it up. Okay, I see it. Now. Yeah, I linked to you. I linked to you. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm not too big of a fan of it for the color. Is the, okay now. Okay, as as some of you guys know, I am a little colorblind. It takes up greater amount of green saturation for me to see it properly. Okay, I see that the barrel's green. the the um, The grip is like a translucent green. Is the nib also green? Uh, give me a second. Let me see. I absolutely lost my own tab on this. What am I doing? <laughs> I just gonna copy your link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just need um, to double check. The nib is not green, but they it is darkened. It is uh, darkened. Uh, like steel. steel kind of like yeah. a gunmetal, gunmetal gray color. Correct. It is darkened, basically. Okay, I wasn't quite sure. But the color's not bad. Um, it's really, uh, what's the best way to say it? It's understated color? It's very understated. Yes, compared to some of the recent Sailor color. Compared uh, to, like, the, the, the habanero red one that came out. <laughs> like, this is, this is a little orange. classier. Yeah, this is a little classier. Yeah, this is definitely classier. And uh, you have like a clear cap, clear end, and a clear group session. So there's still some differences to it, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't scream Goulet, though, because Goulet is all about that blue, right? I know. That's why I think that's why I was really surprised, too. Like, when they announced they have a uh, collab when I first read it, I honestly thought that would be blue mm -hmm. because I think. Blue was Brian's favorite color. Yeah. And I mean, they're... I'd see some blue in the grip, right? So it's kind of a blue-green, uh, 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 like the, the finial plastic is the transparent mm. blue-green. So there's a little bit in there, isn't there? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I don't know. Am I, am I making it too, much, too big of a stretch? Yes, I, I think you're trying to stretch it a little bit too much, to be completely right. honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it's fine. It is. <sighs> Wish there's just a little bit of something in it, like, like something that makes it stand out, other than just color. Like maybe yeah. a little design, maybe like a change on the finial or something or like maybe, that. Maybe it'd be cool if they maybe maybe they incorporated the Goulet logo somewhere on it. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But no, this is just another uh, sailor pan with a different color. So even, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about sailors like, you know, very high propensity of creating a bunch of limited edition pens. But since they're all just different colors, is it? It's kind of lazy, isn't it? At some point, it doesn't feel special anymore. And I think right. I am at that point uh, for sailor pens. To be completely mm -hmm. honest with you. Right, like they're all, I mean, sure, they're all different and all of them are special editions except for the black ones, but is it really anything special? Maybe not. What was what's that guy say um, in The Incredibles? When everyone's ev special and no one is? <laughs> if everyone has superpowers, no one's 
a superhero power here, right? So uh, I think Sailor is if all they do for limited edition, just different colors, they really are getting to a point of um, feels like they are kind of just rehashing some of the same things after a while. To be to yeah. be completely honest, I mean, that of being, course, that from time to though, time, pen... you will get a very unique color that you you feel that you want to get. Yeah. But that being said, one... though, this pen is two hundred and eighty dollars, right? Yes. This is yes. not as expensive. No, 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 no. In the same category, go and click on the rest of the color. Oh uh, yeah, they're hitting around like the two hundred or under range. Yes, this one is affected by the new sailor price. Uh, a hundred dollars even more expensive than the old one. Yeah. I will say though, I kind of like the autumn drizzle color, which is which the is top one? left. The top left. Top top left. Oh, cool. Ooh, hot habanero. Too hot habanero. Okay, autumn drizzle. No, not that one. <laughs> Attracted the bright white man. <laughs> oh, so like a muted purple, lavender color, basically. Yeah, with like some uh, rose gold clips. Very modern aesthetic Ooh, color. This one's not cheap. Jeez. No, it's not. Three hundred twelve. Oh, it's nice though. It it's a very nice, um... but oh god, the price! <laughs> I, I, I bet you. I send. I'll send this picture to my wife, and she will like it. Uh, will she buy That's... it? That's another. No, question. no, 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 will no, she, no, no. Will no, she no. buy it or use it? <laughs> Probably not. But she will think that it looks nice. Okay. But yeah, just something I found while crawling the internet. It's just this, uh, their, uh, Goulet's sailor pen. Okay. Yeah, I, I wish sailors start doing something a little bit different for their limited editions. Like maybe like get barrel designs, different finial, finial or something, something that makes it unique instead of just the color. Like just right. putting another piece of plastic in there, right? Yeah, just a different mixture of uh, a different mix color of resins, <laughs> different additives. So, given what we're talking about now, then so what would you like to see from pen or ink companies going forward? Right, like you know, Sailor just making different color pens as a part of their special edition. That's not what we want to see. Like, what are you looking for? Mm. What am I looking for? What, what What am I not looking for? I guess both. Like, if you can identify what you're not looking for, then, you know, if that's easier, then go for it. Mm. I think... To me, personally... Um, swirls and color like the explosion of like just like swirl colors for fountain pen planks mm -hmm. it, it, I, I'm not gonna say they look bad mm -hmm. but at the same time it's been the same kind of the same theme for a couple of years now I right, kind of like wishing those, yeah those blanks yeah, it just it, it, they're mainly blanks. I kind of start wishing that they were 
like I said, I, I wish that we would do something about the uh, the shape and the design of the pen instead of using like the same base design but just different colors. For example, um, let's call the eighteen one one one. Mhm. Like, I haven't buy anything from them yet. But honestly, I really, really like their roll stoppers. Yeah, I mean they're aesthetically beautiful. Yes, they're. I personally not too sure about the way they finish the colors. Mm-hmm. But I do love how he makes his roll stoppers. Like each one of them is unique, and like I, I do like those designs. I, I, I had to go back to the website just to remind myself, you know, like the different crazy designs that he has. And without a doubt, they're very beautiful pens. And their uniqueness isn't just in the design of the the the, the pen itself. But yeah, the roll stops are all very interesting, right? Like sometimes it's like uh, if the barrel of the pen is painted with maple leaves, then the, the roll stop is a maple leaf. If the barrel is has feathers then the roll stop is a feather and if it's cherry blossoms like the entire cap has a just giant roll stop that's a cherry blossom branch right so like i i really like the fact that he keep pushing and do different like kind of designs the 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 the, the painting on it is, is different uh, different combinations a lot of times i mean of course he has a, a certain main theme mm-hmm. but Ultimately, they 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 they're not exactly the same overall, right? And right. you have, of course, like a more um, custom pen, like uh, what's his name? I forgot. Uh, one of the custom fountain pen maker that was I had the pleasure uh, emailing him for a few exchange. I, I, you've you've mentioned a couple of times of contacting uh, pen makers, so I can't remember. Uh, it wasn't Michael. Well, Michael was the custom leather case maker, which I, mm-hmm. I'm still very glad that he's able to <laughs> to 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 uh, satisfy your designs, satisfy my uh, crazy designs, which I'm very happy about. And now, hey, look, I have another third pen to fit in the uh, the the only slot that's left empty. Um, Newton Pants Mm -hmm. I think Newton Pants is another pen maker that is making different shape pens and that is something I really love to see because he consistently changes the uh, paint shape, the pen type you know that's true right because one of the pens that I really want to get from Nakaya is the the dorsal uh, pen right? correct Right, like something beyond just a tube that fits into a another cigar tube, shape. right? Yeah. Right. And then so, there's like the 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 multi shape twist ones that Nakaya also has. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. So those are the things I kind of really want to see people pushing. Uh, okay, I understand that they do make. They take much more effort when it's no longer a streamlined uh, cigar shape design. Yes. I just wish more fountain pen maker will push for different and more uniquely shaped pens or pens that requires more 
intrinsic work instead of just turning one lathe in the pan. Which yeah, and like if you it, going back to Sailor, like their um their general pen barrel designs are pretty safe. Yes, they are the traditional fountain pen design that you can think of. And even like pen companies like Platinum, they came out with a couple of special editions that have like different textures on their barrel, right? That's very cool. Yeah, well, I mean, pen in some senses, Nakaya, so some Nakaya stuff gets carried over oh, to Platinum. That's right, that's right. Right, and then so yeah. Uh, in the Nakaya finishes, some of the, some of the most unique finish is the, uh, um, what's that one called? The, the dry Rishi flake finishes. Mm hmm. That one increased the grip of the pen by quite a bit, and everything feels mm. coarse. Of course, that also increased the price of the pen by quite a bit. But yeah, I, I just wish that um, fountain pen maker will take care and uh, do more like unique finishes instead of just different color of the same pen. Um, yeah, totally agree. What I don't like as a trend, um, this kind of goes back to the tight color. Is, I think we've already mentioned this in the last episode. Is well, last last episode is the non-matching of the cap and the pen <laughs> body. When you have a, a kind of design like with lines that carry from the pen, when you cap it, or like when if the back of the pen has another like twist on part, like you want all those lines to match, at least similar. Okay, it, it right. doesn't have to exact map, but at least similar. It just really bothered me when they don't match at all. <laughs> yeah, like either incorporate some way that like people won't notice, or just don't do that. Yeah, or like even just blend in, like similar color blend in, that's fine. Okay, mm -hmm. but. Son of the pants, I you you can tell that that very little amount of care was put in into trying to match the certain part of a pen, and that is, um, I guess it's just it depends on the the pen maker whether they they do whether they believe it matters or not. But I mean, it's also the fact that like doing that is difficult, right? So sometimes if you want like a budget pen, like I know that. I have the 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 Edison Nouveau pen. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like there are three parts of the pen that just do not align at all. And, you know, sure, that sucks, but it's also like a $100 pen, right? Yeah, like it's I mean, not like... the, the Edison Nouveau pen, they're basically machined pen at this point. Of course, there's some little, there's a certain amount of hand finishes, but they are majority um, CNC automatically machined pens. It, it's high quality for sure. Yes. But uh, the amount of hand finishes, hand matching is is down to a minimum, I would say. So mm -hmm. it's it doesn't have that human touch to it in a sense. At least yes. uh, at the current point. Of course, I, yes. if, if you make like a custom request to them maybe they will i'm sure they could do it yeah it just as as of right now it doesn't really match too well and that's actually the uh, issue i have with a lot of the, the specialized custom pens out 
uh, nowadays. I mean, look, the, the Pendix one, the Pendux one last time, that kind of snowflake, it, it makes it so that it really doesn't matter if it doesn't really match because it's one similar color in similar patterns, density. Yep. So it, it's fine. But some of them make it really, really obvious. It's also some. It's also that like even some patterns that have lines and like swaths of color. Um, like I'm looking at one right now. I'll link it in the doc so you can kind of see what I'm talking about. Um, uh, this is a Franklin Christoph pen, a charcoal and cream. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell that the grip section and the barrel section don't match, but it actually doesn't look that bad. I think it's just because of the design that it doesn't. At least to me, it doesn't look that bad. Okay. Well, at least because it's it's blobs, right? Like the. Uh... The white is in large blobs, and the, the yes. blob just happened to be toward the end, and the rest are black. So it kind of fits overall to how it looks. So right, at least but the white in the a... picture. I'm not sure the rest. <laughs> yeah, it could be that other versions of this pen are much more looks noticeable. But at least in person, but in this specific one, in this specific pen model, like it doesn't look that bad. It's okay. You know, I'm surprised they actually have a lot of paint stock nowadays. A friend and Christoph. Oh. Yeah, they have a good amount of stock. Like if in okay, so my my experience with Frank and Christoph was um maybe when I started buying some of their stuff, it was like maybe three or four years ago. Any of their um frosted pens, they would just be immediately gone and you just couldn't buy them. Um, but you can actually buy their uh, smoke and ice and Italian ice pens, and they're in stock right now. Yeah, so that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, yeah actually, well. you might like this one. I'm going to link you right now. Um, uh, it's a translucent blue, which is kind of cool. Let me see. Ah. It's like the uh, Coke glass blue, huh? Yes, it's, it's kind of it's, like a fluorescent it, feel to it. They kind of they call it the Italian ice. <laughs> it is glowing UV light, a lavender glowing UV light. Yeah, so it's kind of cool, right? Like this is this is something interesting. It's not the same thing that you get from all the other pen makers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Interesting. As the pen ages, it will develop micro fracture inside the material. Giving a cracked ice look. Mm, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> so as your as your pen ages, your pen will crack on the inside, and and we're telling you that this is desirable. Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely sure about that. To be honest with you, <laughs> I mean, look, some people want their pens to have a natural distressed look and i guess that's what's gonna happen right yeah yeah uh oh well, actually since we're on chris franklin christoph and some of the snippet specialized i just realized i can ask you this yeah for a nib tuning or nib meister how long are you willing to wait for that process like, like, when do you think it's too long? Okay, so you and I have both... Did you get your pen customized with uh, uh, Mike Masuyama? No, I have not. 
Okay, you didn't. Okay, I did, if you recall. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, I specifically wanted a, um, a flex uh, needlepoint uh, nib from Mike Masuyama. Correct, so, I remember that. Uh, so what I did was I, this is very extra. So I, I know that he recommends, maybe his recommendations were different now, but before um, he recommends sending the entire pen. And if you weren't comfortable sending the entire pen, he, you could send him the nib, but it's not always ideal because, you know, you have to grip onto the pen somehow. And, and, you know, it's better to just have the entire pen with the barrel with it for him to be able to um, do his work. So I got a, a black Franklin Christoph nib, a gold nib for him to do his work on. It's like a default black Franklin Christoph. Yeah, a default black one. So that like I didn't care. It was easy. It was cheap because the default black one is is like not that expensive. Um, and so I sent it to Mike Masuyama. And I think the turnover time for me was several months. I forget what the the total time was, but it was quite a long time. So what you did is you basically bought the nib holder, sent it mm-hmm. to him. Yep. So you can wait on it and use the yep. other your your other pants regularly. Okay. Exactly. So basically, I was I, I was treating it like um, I am buying a base pen for like a couple like for like a couple hundred bucks that will get a specialty nib done to it. And you can buy, take out the nib afterwards. Right. Um, and so it that's actually really good, right? If you like, I forget. I'm I'm I'm. I'm coming at this with like my memory and i don't remember how much everything cost but the cost of the pen was like less than the the cost of getting the pen and the work done was under 500 bucks okay. i don't know it, it wasn't that expensive right it's cheaper than the pokemon pen right but you're getting a specialty <laughs> nib gold nib done by mike masuyama like that's really really cool okay it's just that you have to wait Gotta wait. Um, yeah. So are you are you willing to wait for that one if it is one of your regular pens? I I guess it depends, right? It depends. Um if I want to do it on like my Mont Blanc pen, um maybe not. I I wouldn't do that on like a pen like that. I would probably I, I'm guessing you're doing this because you want a specialty nib crafted from something, right? Right. I would just buy a pen like I did from like a, a, a from like Franklin Kristoff or yeah, but um, then you're limited to you're limited to pens that can easily swap out nibs for it. Like for example, Pilot is not too nib swapping friendly. You can swap between Pilot pens, okay? Yeah, but Pilot pen nibs is like super tucked in. That's true. Oh, yeah. well, not really. Like my our Falcon, uh, uh, the custom. Our custom pens, like, yeah, eight two three. The, it took, the nib comes out pretty easily. It took some, it took a lot of convincing for my man. <laughs> At some point, I thought I was gonna break it once I take it apart. It's okay. I mine comes off pretty easily now. Oh, okay. Well, because it, it, it took it out a few times. Yeah. So okay. So how about this? Like maybe you just get a a base level Yovo nib pen, like a box and send or Yovo, that. and just send it yeah. in, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, so that, like, like, I'm talking from the uh, perspective of a intermediate fountain pen owner. 
that mm-hmm. got their really favorite designs, but they didn't like the nib, how the nib performs. So I feel like if you're going to go into getting your nib customized by Nibmeister, you are not an average fountain pen user. What about just a tune-up? <laughs> Yeah. So it depends, right? Like how how many I, pens do you have and do you need to use this pen? I, I'm willing okay, so I, I haven't given you a number, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be totally willing to wait maybe at m- maybe half a year, right? Half a that year. That seems okay. reasonable. If I have to wait a full year, maybe this doesn't need to be done because i will <laughs> like at that cer- at that point like i will have totally changed as a person and a human being a year is a long time okay right uh, yeah makes sense you know we we i only got my covid vaccine like what two months ago and it feels like it's been a year since then has it been a year? Has it only been? I got two it in months? April, maybe three months, right? I got it early April, so maybe yeah, three yeah, months, three, three right months, now, right? Three, four months, yeah. Like it feels like it's been ages since then. A year—that's so long. Maybe I wouldn't wait a year, but half a year is okay. I think that's the bare. That's the limit of how so I think how long I would wait. wait. How long? Okay. Um, for me, for tune up, I'm not sure. I was sending to Nibmeister for tune up to be completely honest with you. Right. You could probably just do it yourself. No, because the yeah the the issue with the tune up is that you want a pen to write exactly how you want it, and a big Mm -hmm. portion of that is affected by your 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 the way the angle you hold the pen, the strength you hold the pen, and whether you have where you apply angular rotation to your pen when you're writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that a lot of Nibmeister nowadays they actually ask you to take a video of your handwriting when you're writing with your pen. That's cool. Uh, when they do, yeah, so they can try to copy exactly how you write and make sure that it is to your liking. I think Mark, uh, uh, Marcus does that, but it is still not compared to you doing it in person. So. For nib tuning, once everything opens up, I think it's best to ask for your local fountain pen, like the older, more more experienced fountain folks, to see if they can help you out tuning your pen, or just mm. go to a nib show, like a fountain pen show. When you got a chance, I there there's definitely a sound, unless you live really really far away. From most places like that like you're living in a remote area that you have really no access to major cities right um, think taking the time to go to a found like take a couple of your pen and take it take the time to a fountain pen show and meet up with a uh, nib grinder nib master on site so you can give them feedback of how the grind is in real time when they are tuning the pen for you Mm-hmm. It's going to be a much more enjoyable experience and sending it in and hoping that they will make it work. No, totally. Like, if you, I guess I didn't understand the question of your your initial one, which is like sending your pen to a Nibmeister, um, which was, are you 
trying to fix a problem that you're having with your nib or are you trying to like redo something to like a new specification i was going to say just in general like how long are you willing to not able to use your pen but then okay. when you are when you start saying it, I realize it's two separate questions now because yes. there there's different reasons for you to send your nib back for mm-hmm. for you and for a lot of people they want a specific grind and that specific grind takes time. Yep. So those cannot be done in real uh, in real time. So, right, I mean, I'm sure they could, but well, like, I mean, okay, no one at, would really do that. At Pinch, I don't think. I think sometimes they'll just take note and they just take it back to to work on it and send it to you yeah. later. But I mean, at that point, at least they see it in person, so they know exactly how you want your pen to functions, right? So mm-hmm. that's something that's positive as well. Um, nib tuning, on the other hand, I think if you are fortunate enough to live in a uh, major city there should be enough people around you in the fountain pen community that's want to help you out locally i think as unless you're really the shy type and didn't didn't want to really go out well frank i mean you know if i ever have problems with my pen if i ever have problems with my pen and i can't fix it i will definitely hit you up to see if you can fix my pen yeah i I mean, tuning, I can do it for you. I, I can't yes. fix a bent nib. The bent nib is for more advanced people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's above my uh, my uh, technique grade. Uh, I think Although that, I, haven't uh, really, I haven't really found a need to ever get a pen fixed, at least not yet. Um, see, this is an interesting point, right? I think... A lot of the new fountain pen user is they are not entirely sure what to expect from a fountain pen. Mm-hmm. For a lot of fountain pen users, when you're new, all you they really are chasing for the writing on glass feel, like a total smoothness. Right. But that is not possible with a lot of the pen combos. Like if you have a needlepoint nib and you use it <laughs> that'll on like rip your a, paper up depending on how you write. Yeah, and it will also rip your paper out if you try to use like a normal paper, normal printing paper. Yep. Right. So, thing applies to uh, extra fine nib, like Pilot Extra Fine. Uh, mm-hmm. There is going to be B. There's it's going to be feedback just because how thin the nib is. It's gonna dig into your paper. And if I've actually, f- I've actually found that if I want the super smooth glass feel, like the broader, like I, I, I use like a, a stub nib to get like that super. Yeah, like, yeah, you generally, the wider you, it is, the better. Correct. Oddly enough. Because of course, you you have more service tension, so there's less pressure on your nib, and, mm-hmm. and you, the smoother it will be. But yeah, so. I think for a lot of newer users, it is probably a good idea to buy a cheap pen with different nib sizes. Like, oh, look, of course, the Jinghao, if you really want $2 a pen, you can buy multiple. They feel like 100 bucks, though. 
<laughs> I wouldn't say a hundred bucks. No, 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 maybe not a hundred. But, but like, they feel. I would say they, I would say they feel forty, forty, fifty. Uh, some yes. of them. I wouldn't say the exact quality yes. control of me the parts, but <laughs> I mean they are they are a decent starting pen if you want to have a rough feel of how pens should yeah. act. And of course, you can always go go the pilot route because pilot quality control in general is really tight. So pilots, you can try the pilot medium, fine, fine, medium, just to and just I have say go idea. Yeah, let me. And as I say well. go Lamy. Get they just you can literally just buy the nib and swap them back and forth. Yeah, so I think before you are eager to have everything smoothed out or everything changed out, it's probably a good idea to give to give other nib style a try to see what you actually are looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. Yeah, but back to topic. I, for a nib meister to make a custom pen, the nib. I think for me it's maximum a year because after a year I probably just completely forgot about. Exactly right. Like if you're waiting a year, it's very the utility and the desire for what you want. This see, this is why I. This is a completely different topic. This is why I no longer do kickstarters <laughs> because more than once I'm like, oh, I bought that. Oh yeah, that was like half a year or two a year ago. Why did I buy this? I don't need this anymore. This is so (laughs) stupid. Right. So like, I think for me, if I want to get a custom grind, I would like to receive it in three months. To be honest with you, Mm -hmm. Um, totally reasonable. I in like a completely different situation. Like single stat nib custom grind, I can probably just do it myself. It's gonna take me like ten times, twenty times longer than the professional nib master. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably get the same result as I wanted out of it. It's just I can right. be super slow just to slowly shape it. But And I guess it also depends on the pen you're trying to fix, right? Right, right. And that's like, actually, if you're fixing like a steel nib pilot pen, like uh, if it's not writing the way uh, you want, you could just get another one. You see, that's my issue with the Pikachu pen too. It's a fine nib. I wish it's a medium fine or a medium so we can play around the nib a little bit, but it's a Japanese oh. fine. Oh, it's a Japanese fine. That's it's very fine. It's a Japanese fine, fine man. I, of course, okay, honestly, this Pokemon Pikachu pen is probably going to be a very, very good everyday pen. Mm-hmm. It's a Japanese fine. It is hooded nib. That means the the nib can probably stay around in the air uncapped unwritten for extended period of time it's a hooded nib wait a minute no it's not it's e95 a good portion of a nib is hooded i don't i don't think that's the definition of a hooded Uh, nib let me see there's no hood it's partially covered, isn't it? Or am no. I thinking of a different pen now? You're thinking of a different pen. Just, like, just oh, look at it. Oh, no, this is not hooded. Never mind. Yeah, I was, I like, was wrong. <laughs> you I was like, are oh, correct, sir. No. <laughs> this is definitely not hooded. Maybe. I don't know, man. Uh, does Do they have any other Rodian median nib? Let me see. Silver Rodian nib. Can you, can you, you can change, can you change the nib? I'm sure you can disassemble this somehow. You can change it for any other pan, but for Pilot, I'm not sure. Right, okay, so Pilot... Okay, I'm going to have to do my own research here. 
because um, this is this is the same pen as the pilot's uh E ninety five. The eighty ninety five, I think. And the rest of a starting silver pen too. Okay, so the question is, can you get an E95 in medium? You can, okay? You get the E95 in You can medium, get a sterling silver in broad. And then you can nib swap, but you're paying a high fee for that nib swap. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. Your, your, your $600 pen has suddenly become a seven dollars $800 pen. Just for a different nib. Yeah. It is very spendy to do that. And and not to mention that the E95, I don't think, comes in a silver nib. Or a silver colored no, nib. They're all to, yellow gold. You need to get the sterling silver edition. Which is 400 start. Yeah, I see. The, uh, yeah, that's a that's a one K pen. Suddenly, it's like, mm, no, I yeah, don't think so. I mean, uh, I'll stick with fine to see how the fine works. We'll see, I guess. Because <laughs> that's true. I don't often use fine anymore. Yeah. So I mean, this is gonna be a very good uh, everyday pen, I guess. Yeah. And I think this is a jet. If this is a starting silver one, then it just takes cartridge. There's no special uh, filling on this one. Yeah, no, you wouldn't do a, an eyedropper on this. Yeah, no eyedropper, no cartridges, just no wall. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I'll you can do, I mean, you could do a cart converter, right? Yeah, I can do a comp converter. Definitely a converter. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just use this as my everyday pen. All right, Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so, take, it took me a while to go over my ink collection to find anything that is yellow at work. Turns out. You could use I, a yellow ink? No, right? It's Pikachu. Don't use yellow ink. I mean, for fine, I guess that's going to be terrible. Yeah, no, that would, that absolutely wouldn't work. Uh, I guess I'll get red for Pokemon color. Just, okay. You know, going back to the Pokemon talk, like it's black like pikachu like a zapped something so hard that it has charred and is now black on your paper that's that's what happened <laughs> you know, that's one way to think about it i guess i was really looking for yellow but now i just realized <laughs> a fine nib and yellow is not gonna match well yeah no it, it's not it's not Maybe who knows? Maybe maybe the 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 fine nib is super 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 wet, and it just might show the color really well. We'll see when I get it. We'll maybe. see when I get it. Yeah. All right. So, or maybe our final discussion. Um, didn't even put this in our document. But oh, what? just curious, at what point do you think is mm, okay to use a pen compared to like if you say if you have a vintage or the extremely rare pen, um, okay, 
are you gonna feel pressured when you're using it? Because I I was reading a form. Some people are pretty guilt ridden when they when they break like a vintage fountain pen because it is it has a history basically. Um, I mean, okay, so. And also on top of that, like my today, my coworker who I brought up that I bought that pen, the Pikachu pen. Yes, they were really surprised that I was gonna use it immediately because, like, <laughs> like for for collectors' perspective, you just buy it, you you leave it in a box, you leave it sealed in plastic so it doesn't tarnish, and possibly just sell it or just keep it in pristine condition and just keep it. Okay, so here's my opinion on the concept of buying the Pikachu pen and then just holding it and then selling it later, right? Yeah. Like, if you wanted to do that, like, there's no guarantee that the Pikachu pen is actually going to gain money. I'm, I'm sure it probably will, right? I'm not saying it won't, but... Yeah. Like, if you wanted to do that, why are you buying a pen? Just buy some stock and hold it for 10 years. You're bound to get a better return from that. A return, right? So... Yeah. So, like don't think of buying these things as an investment like you want to get the pikachu pen or the charizard pen because you like it and you should use it or not use it because that's how you want to treat your pen how you want to enjoy it yeah so right like if you decide oh i don't actually want to use it but i want to put it in a place where i can see it because it's you know it's a beautiful (laughs) custom design then it's okay right if you decide not to use it but you're still admiring it but if you're just going to buy it look at it and then put it away under your bed and hopefully sell it later or like not like why bother buying it like you're just you're just giving some some money away and then never using it and there's better investments somewhere that's what yeah, i'm saying yeah okay you might as well just buy something that actually gain in value in what about vintage in a real pen, world though? way right hmm? what about vintage pen though like in the case of you accidentally breaking it Vintage, I mean, as you know, I have a couple of vintage pens. To be fair, I, don't, I haven't used them in a while, um, mm-hmm. but I use them. Like, I bought them to use it. Okay. And if they broke, then, yeah, it would suck because I just broke it. But it's not like I would have said, oh, if only I didn't use it. Right? Like, why, why did I buy a vintage pen then if I wasn't going to use it? I'm not right. a museum. Yeah, yeah. So for me, as I felt, I mean, of course, there's history behind it. Sure. You, you take care of the items, but it doesn't mean that anything break is absolutely forbidden. As long as you're not abusing it and it breaks, it ultimately it serves its purpose, I would say. Yeah. So I mean, the vintage item has been used in the past. So you can think of it like by you using it, you're incorporating yourself as a part of its history. And if it well, that's breaks, a good way to put it, I guess, yeah. Like, and if it breaks, then that was a part of its history, and that's the end of the line. But you at least were able to use it for the length of time that you were able to use it. Right. That's how life is. Okay. Okay. So you're basically part of the lineage. If if it happened to pass it from you to other person afterwards, then you become part of history of the pen. But yeah, uh, exactly. If it doesn't, then I guess the pen just didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay things things don't work anymore and that's how things are but it's not like the, it's the only version of the pen like you can always buy another like if you if you had a nice uh flex waterman pen and it breaks 
you can get another one. There are plenty out there. It's not like I think the as only time goes on, it's going to become more rare. But at the sure. same time, yeah, I don't think it's... Even if it breaks, okay? The the rare f- Superflex, uh, where when you the one, if you're just using it as a display pen, the wet noodle and the super flex property is completely relevant. Or it's useless because no it's one's using it. Because no one's using it. And it's just going to be in a display case. You, you can say, hey, look, this is a wet noodle flex snip. Mm-hmm. How would you know if you, it you is can. just in a display case? You can't. Because you're not using so, it. So, the. At that point, the wet noodle fountain pen is ascending as just any random waterman that, that is the same year that you bought. It doesn't matter. So, like a semi flex, non flex, stiff as a nail, or a wet noodle. Mm-hmm. It, there's no difference if you don't use it, right? So, yep. at this point, I would say for, for if you have a vintage super flex or wet noodle, whatever the reason why you buy the vintage pen. Well, use it. It should be fine, in my honest opinion. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure for most items, if if it breaks serving as original purposes, it does its job, basically. And uh, I don't see any reason not to do it. Yeah, totally agree. Well, yeah, that's, that's pretty much for today's discussion. And so... <laughs> I think this also yeah. wraps up the July podcast. We are oh, we're at a half year mark already. Actually, what we oh wow, have we been going? <laughs> oh, wait, how long have we been doing this? When did when did we do our first episode? I don't remember. Give me a second. <laughs> yes, let me check my uh, storage. Fountain pen and stationery. Podcast. Our first episode was created back in September 31st, 30th. Okay, so we're coming up on a year now, maybe another two months. Another two months, yeah. So we're another oh, wow. two months, and we've been doing this for an entire year. So well, I that's mean, crazy. Um, you know, what we should do we should um we should do something special for that. <laughs> I don't know what, but we should do something special. I have no idea what you <laughs> what to do. It's special. I mean, you you know, I'm not a uh, celebration anniversary kind of guy, so I I think I'll leave you for that for that planning. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'll go to really... I'll, go, I'll go to dinner on my on my own, and no, 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 oh, I'm kidding. Wow. Um, like, but like, like, like cake, <laughs> like um, like. Well, I'll think of something. I'll, I'll think of something creative. You'll find out on sure. our anniversary episode. Okay, sure. No problem. <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 I'll wait for the uh, surprise, I guess. Sounds good. All right, Carlos. All right, man. All right, thank you. I'll talk to you next time, me in due time, after you're yes. not as busy. I'll let, you, I'll let you know how the move went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep in touch. All right, I'll, just, I'll see you off. Bye. All right, bye.